founded in 2013, Altazon Systems, IoT plus SaaS, better metrics, better reporting. He's got 30 customers paying about five grand per month to so doing about 150 grand per month right now on revenue. That's up 3X year over year when they were doing 50 grand a month just a year ago in October of 2017. They've raised 5 million bucks to do that. 180% net revenue retention annually. They really are not losing any revenue there and expansion is really through the roof. So good growth there to get a new $25,000 account customer. They're spending about 10 grand to do that. So six month payback team of 45 in India and the US. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Vinay Nathan. He is the CEO and co-founder of Altazon Systems. He has 15 years of varied experience across sales, marketing, engineering, and product management. Before Altazon, he was VP of sales at Persistent Systems. He led that company and the sales activities in the US, Northeast, and also set up the APAC sales team. Vinay began his career in engineering and rose up the engineering ladder to be a center head for the US base, uh, for a US-based Captive. He holds four U.S. patents on work related to USB, wireless, and code security. He also holds a master's degree in computer science from the University of Southern California, L.A., and a bachelor's degree in computer engineering from the University of Pune. He's a charter member of the Thai Pune as well. Vinay, are you ready to take us to the top? Oh, great. Thank you so much for that introduction. Hi, Nathan. You bet. Good to be with you today. Okay, let's jump right in. So Altazon, industrial IoT platform. What's the company do and how do you make money? So we build uh, a platform that has three parts to it uh, associated with getting the industrial world connected. So uh, we get industrial assets in manufacturing uh, factories connected, collect data from them and provide applications that are analytics oriented back to them in a SaaS model. So okay. uh, so our core business is around getting factories connected and uh, remote assets on the field uh, and giving back SaaS applications to our customers. So this is very much one of those models where it's kind of a SaaS plus IoT model. Now, have you fully subsidized the actual physical hardware or do the consumers or customers still have to pay for that as well? So uh, our first pass uh, in our entire uh, story so far has been on working with uh, situations where the, the data is already present in the industrial assets that we are connecting to. So there's very little additional hardware that uh, typically is involved in terms of getting uh, the industrial IoT solution going. So, for example, uh, to get a productivity app going, you don't necessarily need to have high-end sensors added that may be providing a new perspective on, let's say, quality. So, there's a big emphasis on working with as-is assets and, uh, you know, very little add-on hardware in our model. Okay, very good. So, most of the business is pure SaaS. Correct. Okay. What's the average customer pay per month for this product, would you say? I'm sure you have a lot of different customer sizes, but give me an average. Make it simple for me. So um, in the SaaS model for, let's say, smart manufacturing, you're going to have a situation where people want tiers that are associated with getting a cell, a line, a plant, multiple plants, and then like an enterprise party. So the SaaS tiering is based on this different uh, these different models. And it varies anywhere from about $25,000 per annum at the bottom line till about 150 to 200K. Uh, depending on the scale of the implementation uh, associated with okay. uh, the rollout, and what would you what would you say is closer to an average of twenty five thousand or a hundred thousand a year? So, what's interesting about industrial IoT in particular is that it's a linear scale up model. So, you don't really have an average point in that sense. You have a starting point which may be as low as twenty five k, and over three to four years, you kind of keep on adding plants. And get to that. Yeah, so I totally understand the, the the nature of a cohort analysis on expansion revenue, first year ACV increasing. I'm just curious when you look at your entire customer base right now, you know, an average price point that they might be at. I hear you're saying between 25 and 100 per year. Is would you say though, if I forced you to an average, it's somewhere in the middle or the lower end or higher end? 
Yeah, it's somewhere in the middle then. So oh, somewhere right in the middle, okay. For the first 18 months or so, it would be, let's say, it would be in the middle. It'd be what, 800? It will be in the middle. So, oh, in the middle. Uh, like, yes, you're talking like 50, 60K, something like that. Right. Yeah, that's great. Um, it's, by the way, a very typical kind of land expand model, land at 25, then upsell versus all the linear things you just articulated. Um, put this on a timeline for me. When did you launch the company? What year? So we started in April 2013. Okay. And have you uh, bootstrapped to date or have you raised? We have raised. So we did our... Um, oh, Vinay, I liked you so much until now. You've raised. Okay. How much have you raised? So um, we ha- we've raised about 5 million so far. We are a post-Series A company. And we did that about two years ago. Um, we started our story very much uh, in India and, uh, you know, kind of focused on getting the Asian market going. So we raised amounts about two years ago when we went international to kind of set up uh, a more global sales infrastructure. Okay. And that means you're raising now. That's a long time. So are you, are you raising currently? Uh, no, not right now, actually. So we're doing okay. It's been two plus years. And okay. uh, at some point we will in the next uh, year or so, but primarily driven by how much of a scale up we see Uh, on the business possible. It's really going to be around that. Yeah. Now, how are you cash flow positive at this point? No, we are not. So you're still using the money you raised. Correct. You know, so it's a low um, burn kind of a model. So while we have done the raise, we are very low on burn. And we're just basically uh, ensuring that we have about a dozen customers which have at least, uh, you know, around eight to 10 of their plants connected. That's the key metric we are getting to. Once we do that, then we can look at Uh, you know, uh, raising more or operational break-even. So so how many customers are you at today? So we have about 30-plus enterprise multi-year accounts, and uh, we have about 120 active enterprise users on the multi-ton SaaS free version that we have. And okay. so, so just to be clear, just to make that, just to make that in English, you have 30 paying customers and 120 customers who are using free and paid. Correct. Okay. And uh, about uh, 13 out of the 30 are, you know, the large uh, billion dollar plus kind of enterprises. That's great. So can I take the 30 customers times the $5,000, you said 60 grand a year, kind of as an average, which is five grand a month. Can I multiply 30 times five grand a month? You're doing about 150 grand a month right now in revenue. <laughs> so we are, we are around there. One of my favorite things about building this podcast to well over 10 million downloads and being just super connected in the SaaS space is I get the opportunity to connect and meet you guys in person at conferences. And there's one you can't miss on September 10th and 11th in San Francisco, SaaS Stock West Coast. I'll be speaking, giving a keynote I've never given before. We'll get into data and details like you've never seen, plus 10 predictions I have about the SaaS space, including the next IPOs, the next mammoth rounds, the next big buyouts. You won't want to miss it. Additionally, there'll be other speakers like Dan Martell, who built and sold his company. CMO of SurveyMonkey, Lila will be there. Santi from Emergence Capital will be there. There'll be over 400 people, the biggest and brightest minds in B2B SaaS. Investors, entrepreneurs, and founders. Be sure you get a ticket today before prices increase. Go to sasdoc.com forward slash West Coast. That's SAS, S-A-A-S, stock, T-O-C-K.com forward slash West Coast. What's growth look like? So if you're doing kind of around 150K today, what were you at in October of 2017, a year ago? I think one of the biggest thing is that we are seeing it like a 3X year-on-year growth business. Um, so... Um, you know, depending on how the circumstances go, we can that can extend to you know maybe four x or five x. But on on a baseline model, we you know we do all of our 
projections on a 3x year on year growth. That's great. Okay, so but looking at historical data, not projections, but actual growth, you went from about 50k a month a year ago to 150 today. Correct. That's great. Correct. Where's most of that growth come from? Expansion revenue across the old cohort or new customers altogether? Um, so um, in the initial year, it was of course expansion. Now we have a pretty significant, as I said, the 12, 13 major accounts. That is where uh, almost 60% of our growth happens there now. Oh, wonderful. So, uh, so 60% is from the expand model and 40% is from new business that yeah. comes in across. And again, there's yeah. like a geographic kind of tinge to it. So um, Europe and Asia contribute quite a bit and US is about 30%, 40% today. And when you look at kind of revenue churn per year, what is that at today? Oh, churn is zero because uh, in industrial uh, assets, one of the good sides is of this is while the growth may be linear, the uh, the actual uh, uh, machines, once you get a machine connected on the platform, it never goes away. So the first asset we got connected five years ago continues to be on the platform. Okay, but just because that also translates to revenue, right? You haven't lost a dollar of revenue? Correct. You know, okay. we, you never, once you get set on that chart, you just don't lose um, revenue. So there will be a conversion ratio, let's say when you get a pilot done, and so the pilot to, you know, uh, full-fledged project conversion ratio is around 60-70%, uh, depending on, uh, you know, the nature of the pilot and all that. But once you get that past that hurdle, it's uh, pretty straightforward. And Vinay, what do you, what do you, what's the kind of average expansion in the first year? So if they start at 25 grand a year in the first year, what do you typically expand them to in year two? So that's why, at least at the minimum, you can be assured that, you know, when somebody starts on this journey, they're going to add at least one more plant in the next 12 months. Uh, after this is done. So three to six months for the pilot and then another, within the next nine to 12 months, you'll have one more plant. That's kind of the bare minimum. Okay, again, so um, what does that mean in terms of actual percentage expansion? Is that 120% expansion, 180? 100%, right? 25, just think of it as blocks of 25K and depending on how much, how many plants that you're looking at adding, you'll have that uh, being linearly scaling up. Uh, in some cases, you know, of course, if the data is low and all of that, um, there could be many more plans that show up before you add up to 100k. But so, Vinay, just just to be clear, you start off at a twenty five thousand dollar plan. You're saying you pretty you pretty accurately predict that's going to grow to fifty grand. So another twenty five grand on top of that before year two. Is that accurate? Correct. You know, so that's where the three x comes, right? So the x, uh, if I have x revenue in one year, year one, two x is pretty much uh, you know something that I would put as a bare bare baseline. Uh, revenue expectation for the next year and then you get another x coming from new business so that way 3x is the year on year baseline model yeah i totally understand that but so if i calculate and go back to a net revenue retention number you're losing none and you're expanding call it you doubling right so is it fair to say that you've got basically like you know what 180 190 percent kind of net revenue retention each year oh yes absolutely Okay. But yeah, I mean, it, that's pretty high. So like, are you not charging enough or, or how do you leverage those great economics to grow the business? So, I mean, the key point over here is, yes, the industrial IoT sector is still new and nascent. A lot of the first time, there aren't really too many examples of, uh, you know, uh, of uh, successful implementations that uh, are that have gone enterprise-wide, right? So there is a lot more hand-holding that needs to happen uh, there's a lot more education of the system integration ecosystem that needs to happen. So we are still seeing that happen, right? And uh, the market itself has seen many, uh, you know, interesting kind of turnarounds from G imploding to some of the other, uh, you know, uh, successful startups kind of expanding. So, you know, it's a, it's an interesting time in terms of the market segment itself. 
Um, I wish, of course, as always, that we were at this stage two years ago, but it just happens that the last two years have been far better. Sure. Than what's it, Vinay, what's it costing you to land a new $25,000 ACV account? What's your fully weighted CAC? So typically around uh, eight to 10K uh, per is the CAC for that first uh, swipe. Okay, so you're getting paid back in six months typically. Typically in six months. So we have a very, we have pretty strong inside sales engine and then very few feet on the ground. Yeah. How um, many people get, are on the team total? So we have 45 people. And, ha- which, and how many are inside sales? Inside sales are four. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But we do see again, it's an enterprise kind of a sale. We don't, you know, we, we are doing, this is about adding, uh, you know, eight to 10 customers a year kind of a model, right? And the key point over here is that again, geography matters a lot. So in the US, we literally have um, you know, very little footprint or Europe, very little feet on the ground. Whereas a geography like India, you know, you can afford more feet on the ground, uh, but the deal sizes are smaller. So, yep. um, you know, it, all these things also play. Yeah, very good. All right, 45 folks. And where's everyone based? So we are uh, split between India and the US. So uh, in India, we have uh, uh, our HQ in Pune, and uh, which is close to Bombay. And then I'm out of, I switch between San Jose and Pune. And then we also have a small team in uh, Chicago. That's great, Vinay. Very good. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? For me, Built to Last. It's, <laughs> it is the classic uh, that I like. Number two, is there an under-the-radar CEO that you really respect or admire? So uh, I, I think um, you know my uh, previous boss who runs uh, a company called Persistent Systems uh, you know, at least at the global scale is definitely under the radar, but he runs a listed company, which has about 450 million in revenue. So Anand Deshpande, I definitely look for, look up to him a lot. Anand Deshpande? Yes. Very good. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Oh, I love the entire Google apps infrastructure and, uh, you know, we are very heavily used on that. Um, so I would put that as an office 365. Yeah, I think. Both are phenomenal. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> I, I definitely try and ensure that I get six. <laughs> That's good. Okay, good. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Oh, I have kids. Uh, I'm married with uh, one son who's 12 years old. Okay, married, one kiddo. And how old are you? Oh, I'm 42. 42. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? <laughs> Start sooner, I think. Entrepreneurship as a journey came to me much later in life. I started about when I was 35. So um for you know so uh you know i definitely felt that you know i should get into this journey much earlier guys start sooner founded in 2013 altazon systems iot plus SaaS, better metrics better reporting he's got 30 customers paying about five grand per month to doing about 150 grand per month right now on revenue that's up 3x year over year when they were doing 50 grand a month just a year ago in october of 2017 they've raised five million bucks to do that 180 percent net revenue retention annually they really are not losing any revenue there and expansion is really through the roof so good growth there to get a new twenty five thousand dollar account customer they're spending about 10 grand to do that so six month payback Team of 45 in India and the U.S. Vinay, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much, Nathan. Pleasure talking to you.